What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the 5-1 Formation Podcast. My name is George, and I will be your host for this little segment that we got for you today. Joining me is Anthony Paradiso. Say what's good, homie. What's happening, bro? Um, real quick, we're going to go over League 1 and the Bundesliga. So we'll start off with League 1. I know we don't emphasize much about League 1. But uh, I think we're going to only speak about one team and one team specifically, as always, because they're unfortunately the juggernauts of that league, the French Farmers team, as I like to say. I know that <laughs> sounds wrong, but uh, it is my opinion. So PSG grab a late winner with uh, Julian Draxler. Getting the job done out of all players. Out of all players. Uh, they were down 10 men also, with Diallo grabbing two yellows, I believe. Uh, winning one nothing over FC Mets to get their first win of the Ligue 1 season. So, like I said, Diso, uh, Draxler out of all players grabbing the, the, win, the win. Just, I don't know. We, it's, a very, it's a strange time for PSG. It is a strange time. I mean... Yes, despite not having their their major guns there that game, like Neymar and Mbappe, there's no excuse for you having to like not pummel these guys, at least scoring two plus goals on them, where you have the rights of like Icardi and Di Maria and Sarabia there, generating absolutely nothing. So to me, I don't know what's going on with that team, to be honest. Kudos to Draxler, who has been snubbed um, recently in the last few seasons for PSG to come off uh, the bench. And uh, actually, no, I think he started, I believe. And uh, to put one in to win, them, to win them the game. So kudos to them, honestly. Um, I, honestly, their struggles are hopefully come to an end fast because they, they may not win the title in the end this year. Well, the struggles did come to an end very fast because... Uh, with the next game that they had, they played OCG Nice and they ended up shutting them out 3 0. Uh, Mbappe getting back in the lineup. Exactly. Uh, he obviously was out in case anybody didn't know. He was out because of COVID, uh, recovered. He seems to be doing okay. He was in training. He looked okay. Him and Neymar were, you know, being boys, whatever, the whole nine yards. But they're back in action and they're back to their winning way. So, what is this? What does this tell you about PSG having a rocky start to the beginning of the league uh, season? That they're heavily reliant on their main guns, on their main stars, Mbappe and Neymar, clearly, because in the two previous games, they were struggling to put one in the back of the net. So it's, that's clear as day that they're heavily reliant on them, which is kind of strange considering, like I just mentioned, they have so much talent on that team. Yeah. So you would think they would get the job done either way. Yeah, it's very strange. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, they're still looking to bolster up the team with the, the left-back position. Obviously, Thomas Monier, who ended up leaving and going to Borussia Dortmund. They're the likes of um, Hector Bellerin and uh, Serginho Des, like we've mentioned in the other episodes too. Uh, but yeah, a very, very strange time for PSG. Obviously, losing their best, their best center-back too, with Thiago Silva going to Chelsea on a free transfer. But uh, very, I'm I'm very curious to see what Tuchel's gonna do to kind of bounce back on this because a team that reached to the Champions League final 
shouldn't fall off so uh, so dramatically, let's yeah, just say. Like this, exactly. It doesn't make sense. All right. And uh, one more point about PSG, and I guess that we're going to wrap up <laughs> our little our little uh, League 1 uh, session, is that there's rumors that Delhi Alley might be coming to PSG with the obviously with all the purchases that uh, that Tottenham have, have made with Reguilon and Bale coming into the squad, they're seeking to loan him out to PSG for a year. What do you? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, it's gonna be very weird to see Deli in a PSG <laughs> jersey. To be honest with you, um, I mean, hey, I mean, if it's a loan option, why not try it? Maybe it might work. It might help his career out even more so. Um, I don't really usually see Tuchel playing with a cam because at the moment, I think that's what they're missing at the moment. I think they're missing what Drax, they wanted Draxler to be. That center attacking mid, that's going to generate and thread balls between the lines to their front three. Mm-hmm. So maybe he plays a 4-3-3 attack, but I don't know what uh, his vision would be. But it would be definitely interesting to see. Do you, do you have the lineup in front of you? From last game against uh, Nice, I do. They play a 4-3-3 with uh, Icardi, Draxler, and Mbappe up front with Everati, Gay, and Di Maria in the center mids. Interesting. Hector uh, Ander Herrera didn't play either, who I thought was fantastic. You came off. Uh, you came on. Okay, well, there you, you go. Came, you came on in the 23rd minute for Gay, so. But yeah, maybe they're missing that creativity in the middle of the park to kind of transition. Uh I don't know. Very, like I said, very strange times. Maybe we should uh, we should look more into PSG and see what's happening to them. But we we're we're gonna be seeing them with Champions League, and we're gonna see what uh, what they're what they're gonna do. Exactly. So yeah. So that uh, I don't have anything else to add on uh, League One. There wasn't anything else crazy happening around the league. Like I said, we don't really focus on League One other than. PSG, the Giants of Liga. Did you want to add anything? No, but at the end of the day, it's it's a very one dominant league. So Fair. at the end of the day, once they get the ball rolling and they have everyone healthy, it's they end up winning the title again. So unless Marseille or Lyon make a push for it, because they're the only two teams that I kind of see uh, making a push for it. But I know that Marseille did lose their their game that they played because they were absolutely uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Just drained from the PSG game, yeah. apparently. They so. lost uh, 2-0 against Saint-Etienne. There you go. And then the game after, they tied Lille 1-1. So it's you know, two so, games in a row that you drop points for all. So some of the, like, those teams that I'm looking for to like kind of like compete against PSG don't seem to break it. No. Anyways. All right. So we're going to move right along to Bundesliga. And Bundesliga was super, super busy. And uh, I can't even put words to describe... <laughs> the score sheet that I saw Friday was it Friday afternoon? Uh, yeah, it was Friday. Friday afternoon, afternoon with Bayern Munich <laughs> obliterating. Not just okay, we're gonna come in and play a game and destroying Schalke. And Schalke, is, I don't think, is a pushover team to to begin with. Or I think they're a top six team in Germany, a very historic club for in in Germany. Yeah. Not a pushover team. They destroyed them 8-0. And I think that just goes to show you how dominant Bayern Munich are. 
as a collective, as a group, the coaching, everything, 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 everything. they're they're just getting everything fucking check check marked on the in the boxes. Hundred percent, they're all like literally on a different level compared to the other teams. They from like you said, down to players winning as a unit, winning as a community, all motivated and hungry to win. It doesn't matter who they're playing. It doesn't matter what day of the week it is, what time of day it is. They're all locked in and loaded, and they want to win, and they're going to make sure they fucking embarrass you. From down, like you said, the coaching, definitely training, because we've seen little lanky players turn into buff Arnold Schwarzeneggers out of, out of completely nowhere after a little minimal of uh, a couple of weeks of training. I have, this, I have this strong theory that they're giving them something. Bro, stop. In the schnitzels or something. There's something going on. This <laughs> is just schnitzels. my this is just a hunch. Don't quote me or anything like that, but this is just my personal opinion. But I'm not gonna get into no. the dark side of things. This <laughs> this is all from the, the the incredible organization that they have at Bayern Munich. Oh, hundred percent. It's not taking anything away from what, what they do. Yeah. From uh, the, like nutrition and uh, training. The, the training. Uh, I'm the coaching staff. The the I'm the doctors too. The everything, everything, everything. They seem to do everything right, and I feel like they're they're miles ahead of like almost every top European team in Europe right now. Yeah. After winning the treble, you know and. Winning the treble, winning Champions League, and Champions League, they won it like what, maybe four weeks ago or so? Not having a long break, not having a preseason, and right away, first game, it's That's like the they haven't missed That's a beat. Yeah. They haven't missed a step. And at, that, at this point, it's who's going to take them down? Your guess is as good as mine, man. Because even I think after this game, I think I'm not too sure if it was this game where Flick was basically saying, yeah, it was a great performance. Everything went well. There was some opportunities that we could have put in as well. <laughs> some. Just, just still not... Not enough. Not enough for them. You know and you I mean? know what? That, that's like... That is... Just to have that mentality... It's amazing, man. Is absolutely astonishing and amazing for a club. And I feel... And I think that every club should strive to be like this club. There's no doubt. Every single manager, every single player... Every single team. Even the transfers that they've made. They haven't spent ridiculous amounts of money. They've made money too. Even the players that they've lost. I mean, they lost Thiago, but Kimmich right away slots into that, that center defensive midfield role. And it's 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 like it's like you're trying to take down a, an empire and you can't. Yeah. You just can't. You know? So, I mean, good on them. Uh, they're looking like to... To win everything right now they're the absolute favorites in bundesliga but yet again like we said with every team it's still early you never know what could happen who knows maybe they might have a disaster in uh, in january uh, december january we don't know but it's very unlikely all right so moving on to another let's just say not as dominant but very entertaining team yeah. with borussia dortmund oh god these guys, I wouldn't even call them guys, these boys. Because half of these boys on the team aren't even 18 years old yet. And they won their game 3-0 against Mochen Gladbach. Uh, Jude Bellingham playing, 17 years old. Giovanni Reina, 17 years old, who, who got on the score sheet. 
uh, Erling Haaland, we've we've spoken about him and people have seen what he's capable of. He scored a brace. Jaden Sancho, uh, Thorgan Hazard, all these names, all these players are so, 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 so young and proving to be world class. Already at such a young age. At such a young age. And another thing too with the, like, uh, with the coach showing that age is not age is just a number and if he feels that person is ready to play and perform play him, at the top level at the first team level then we play him yeah. we we mentioned jude bellingham before in previous episodes in season one where we were were like saying yeah it's a good signing we don't really know he might he might get a start he might be a, a regular starter in like two to three years he might develop his skills he might come on off uh, 60th minute play 20 30 minutes but boom, they start him right away and he gets an assist. Like, I don't, I'm lost for words. I'm lost for words. Yeah. So what they're doing too is a fantastic. Yeah. And the most important thing for them, like we mentioned countless times uh, during the last year is to hold on to these guys. And like, because right now all they're doing is just being a factory where they have these guys for the, let's say one season and then they sell them all or most of them. You know, like a Benfica or FC Porto, they develop amazing players, Ajax as well, and then, then they sell them. So if you want to compete, you want to tear down that top team of Bayern Munich, hold on to these guys, and maybe you'll bring down the dynasty of Bayern Munich for once, you know. And, and this and year specifically is going to be super interesting to watch in their classicer between these two teams. It's going to be super exciting, full of energy, because they, they both play very similar, high-pressing, high-energy, all-attack, yeah. you know, so... I can't wait for that to be and, honest. And that's not to say that Bayern's team is old. Bayern's no, no. team is also very young too, Absolutely. with obviously uh, a couple of key players that are much more experienced than the others. But yeah. I don't know, man. It's uh, and to add to your point too, another thing that teams should add to their mentality is not being hesitant to start their young their young players. Absolutely. I mean, why not? If you see if you see the player is training well. He's on top of his, his game. You see he's performing. Why not? Yeah. Why not start him? Your only concern is, gonna, is that he's going to get out-muscled. And, and even so at that. It. And even at that. His pace like, is going to make up for it. There you go. And even at that. Like like you said, uh, with Bayern, with Bayern bol- bolstering up the, the players every time, uh, you know. they that f- pint and schnitzels. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. It was, honestly, it's, it's, it's something very crazy to see because... You don't see a lot of clubs doing what uh, Borussia Dortmund are doing, and it's very it's fun to see. It's fun to see like seeing guys younger than us, yeah, competing at the top top level. It's crazy. It's, it's Bro, I was playing COD at seventeen. Let me tell you, I wasn't playing uh, for the Borussia Dortmund man, for U of A. So yeah, um, obviously very good performance, uh, good way to win, you know. But like I said, the the season is early, but we're gonna see what's gonna happen when tougher games come along. But that's not to say that uh, Moch and Gladbach is a is a pushover side. They're like a top four team, yeah. you know. Which I found odd because like Turam didn't start. Okay. Alassane Playa didn't start either. Okay. And Patrick Herman didn't start either. Interesting. So I don't know what strategy you had against against this pretty powerhouse team. Yeah. Offensively, at least. Maybe they were injured. I'm not too, too sure. I don't know the whole picture. Injured or fitness not relations. Fit. Exactly. So I, I can't... I don't want to judge that much into it, but based on what I'm seeing now, it's, it's a, kind of an eye-opener. But 
Maybe that might be the case. If not, then I don't know what you're doing. It is what it is. Uh, one more point uh, before we go. Another another team that's very, that you guys should follow a lot too is RB Leipzig. RB Leipzig are Wernerless, as I have written down over here, but seem to get away with the win 3-1 against FC Mainz and having 23 shots in the game. So to me, that tells me even though they did lose Werner, they're more than capable of competing. They're more than capable of putting the ball in the back of the net. And, uh, I mean, kudos to them. Yeah. I mean, we were mentioning it towards the end of last season that the likes of Poulsen, Sabitzer, Forsberg, uh, Danny Olmo, these are the players that are going to need to step up. And we saw this game. Poulsen stepped up. Forsberg definitely stepped up that game as well. Uh, being their number 10. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to shine light on a lot of those players, so good for them. I'm sure they're excited too to have finally not being in the shadow of of Timo, one, of Timo, of one, pl- of one, one player. player yeah. Exactly. So um, it's going to be interesting to watch them, how they pull through during this, uh, during this long season. So uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Okay, folks, so that's all we have left for today. Short and sweet to the point. Thanks again for listening to our League 1 and Bundesliga segment. If you want to check us out, you can check us out and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at 5-1-Formation. Thank you guys for listening as always, and have a great one.